Hello and welcome to Is This Show Overrated? Some things are underrated, many things are overrated. We're here to determine which is which. I'm the underrated Jeremy Wall. And I'm the overrated Vince Staden. This is the mini episode where we discuss a Beatles song. And we have a bit of bite-sized podcast fun with the Fabs. Uh, welcome to the mini episode. Uh, our big show is Goth Overrated, released a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, is what we found out. It's not overrated. <laughs> no. Uh, this is our mini one. We're looking at a Beatles song. Yeah. And we're looking today at the very spooky Long, Long, Long. Yes. Um, from the Beatles White Album, 1968, uh, George Harrison song. Uh, I think it's on uh, side three. It closes outside three of the uh, the Beatles' White Album. People have talked a lot about the sequencing of the double album, yeah. and they spent 24 hours or something deciding on which track would follow which track yes. and which side and so forth. Um, yeah, the, the one thing you've got to say for that double album is it's perfectly put together. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it's very sort of um, eclectic, isn't it? Yes. The album and uh, it does a get... doll's house they were going to call it. Yes, yeah, and it's, it gets a bit of criticism for that, um, mm. which is sort of routinely put, you know, routinely uh, poo-pooed by McCartney. Yeah, yeah. It's the bloody Beatles White Album. Shut up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is our Halloween um, Beatles pick. We've all, all the other ones have come from the White Album as well. All our other Beatles Halloween picks. Okay. Like uh, Cry Baby Cry, Dear yeah. Prudence, yeah. Uh, I Am the Walrus. I Am the Walrus um, is from uh, Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, yes, of course it is. Yes, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, let's hear a bit of it then. Give you a bit of time for Beatles experts to um, throw darts at my face because they've all got pinups of me on their walls. Yeah, and uh, they think, oh god, another Vince Clanger <laughs> can't get his white <laughs> album, his Yellow Submarine, or his Magical Mysteries to- uh, correct. I have to go on a course. <laughs> there ought to be there ought to be courses where you learn which Beatles songs are on which albums. Yeah, yeah, there definitely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a night class. Yes. Um, as always, uh, Ian MacDonald, the Beatles uh, Revolution Head, the Beatles Records and the 60s, yeah. um, says this about Long, 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 uh, which is entirely attributed to Harrison Okay. as a songwriting credit. Yes. Um, it was recorded on the 7th, 8th and 9th of October 1968. Right. And released on the 22nd of November. Yeah. The turnaround of these things is astonishing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. When did they get back from Rishi Kesh? Well, they were back in May, weren't they? And they did the sort of, they demoed everything at uh, Isha, the Isha demos. 
Um, so they demoed sort of 30 odd songs uh-huh. that they'd written during that period and then started recording the album uh, probably in in June or July, I would oh. say. So yeah. this is the long end of uh, the, the White Album recording sessions. Yes. After the ponderous While My Guitar Gently Weeps, the Nasty Piggies and the Space Filling Savoy Truffle, at last, the real George. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this touching token of exhausted, relieved reconciliation with God is Harrison's finest moment on The Beatles. Simple, direct, and in its sighing, self-annihilating coda, devastatingly expressive. Based on the triple time changes of Bob Dylan's sad-eyed woman, uh, sad-eyed lady of the Lowlands. What's yeah. that? Yeah, that's a Dylan, that's a Dylan track. Yeah. Never heard of it. No, yeah. Um... Long, Long, Long rises from a whisper only in its 14-bar middle section, where three bars of mechanically repeating boogie piano phrase depict the years wasted searching. At the end, the luckiest accident in any Beatles recording produced a striking conclusion, as McCartney reached a final low-end version of C major on the group's customised Hammond organ. The bottom note vibrated a bottle of wine, standing on the instrument's Leslie cabinet, creating an eerie rattle. Yes. Eerie rattle, that's a goth band name, if ever. (laughs) Holding his chord as a bare fifth, McCartney turned it into a spectral C minor, suspended fourth. Joined by Starr with a snare roll, and Harrison with a disembodied whale. Where did he get a whale from? (laughs) <laughs> uh, together they sustain this for 30 seconds before with the organ and its accompanying rattle fading Harrison gave the harmony its final twist a skeletal G minor 11th closed out by the dying fall of Star's drums with its simultaneously suggestion of a death a new beginning and an enigmatic question this minor version of the Hard Day Night core a Hard Day Night's Hard Day's night chord <laughs> is in its context one of the most resonant in the Beatles discography. I have no idea what he's talking about, <laughs> but um, an accident with a wine bottle rattling, basically. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's always a creepy. It always feels like a very sort of creepy sort of tune, really. Yeah, it feels like it's coming from another dimension. Or something. It does. Yeah. As if the, if there's a, a a Beatles song sang by a ghost. That would be it. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of uh, imbued with... The whole album's imbued with the sort of... Uh, Creepy corners. Cre- yeah. yeah. It is. Know. It is. There's a very odd, dark tone to it all. Yes. I'm not sure I find it pleasing. No. You've said before that it's not on your in your top five, is it? God, no. Of Beatles albums. No. No. Uh, down at the bottom for me. But I try. I keep listening and finding new things to enjoy. That's the good thing about the Beatles. If you're a fan like we are... You want to enjoy everything. You yeah. don't want to find things you don't like. Yeah. So you go back and you go back and you go back. And maybe one day it will click for me. Because it does sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Stuff clicks and it all works. Yeah. Um, but stuff like um, uh, Wild Honey Pie, Honey Pie, Piggies, yeah. uh, Savoy Truffle, Bungalow Bill. None of it. Uh, oh, blood dear, blood dear. I hate you. I, you know, I really don't get on with it. So no, no. Maybe one day I will. Yeah. But long, long, long is excellent. I like it. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I've listened to the sort of the album for years. You know, probably getting on for forty years, probably. Yeah. And uh, I, 
I used to listen to it from sort of uh, beginning to end, you know, the, the whole album, even the Revolution Number no. 9. Yeah, I quite like Revolution Number no. 9. Uh, and that Revolution Number no. 9 always felt like a sort of a night nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. And then when you come out the other side into Good Night, yeah. you feel like you're sort of waking up. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, it didn't really happen. It's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very, very lovely way of looking at it. So yeah. the whole album, every track from the start, uh, back in the USSR yeah. to Good Night, yeah. how many minutes is it? Do we know? Uh, is it about 75? So it's not that long, all yeah. told. No, no. I'm guessing at that, but I, yeah. I think it probably is something like that. About the length of Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do have regulars where we just had Ian McDonald babbling on about stuff. Oh, am I going off Ian McDonald? I don't think so. It's just sometimes I don't understand what he's all talking about. Yeah. Um, next one is you. You're up with uh, what happened on Beatles history. What is today's date? Today is the 17th of October. 2021. For future listeners of this show, we survived 2020. Yes. We're now into the end of 2021. We are. And I'm reading from uh, Mark Lewison's uh, book, uh, The Complete Beatles Chronicle. One day we'll get them to fight each other in a virtual reality <laughs> simulation. Yes. McDonald versus Lewison. Yes, yeah. And uh, I tried to sort of get as near to the date that we're recording in the year of the track that we've just played. So yeah. um, it's a joint uh, entry of Wednesday the 16th and Thursday the 17th of October in 1968. Oh, and it goes as follows. The Beatles' first and only 24-hour session, Wednesday 5pm to Thursday 5pm, and it took place without George, who flew out to Los Angeles Wednesday daytime, leaving John Paul and George Martin with balance engineer Ken Scott and tape op John Smith, the problematic task of working out the running order of the Beatles for the Beatles from the 31 available songs and compiling editing the mono stereo masters. As Not Guilty was never mixed into stereo, one can assume that it wasn't, in the uh, it wasn't a final contender for a place on the double album. Oh. It was imperative that they finally finish the job in this long session, so at some point or other during the 24 hours, every studio and listening room at Abbey Road was commandeered. In the end, after dropping What's the New Mary Jane to leave a total of 30 numbers, there was an approximate structure. structure. The heavier rock songs, Birthday, Year Blues, Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey and Hell to Skelter, mostly ended up on side C. Three songs with an animal in the title, Blackbird, Piggies, Rocky Raccoon, were placed together in succession on side B. George's four songs were spread out one per side. No composer had more than two songs in succession and each side lasted between 20 and 25 minutes. As well as crossfading and editing, the Beatles, like Sgt. Pepper, had none of the customary reels between the songs. Why Don't We Do It In The Road was mixed into mono and stereo, as too was the 1960 recording of It's All Too Much for release not here, but on the impending Yellow Submarine soundtrack album. I really love It's All Too Much. Ah, uh, yeah. The next day, 18th of October, John Smith, working alone, 12 noon to 1pm in Studio One, ironed out lingering master tape imperfections by recopying the best mono mixes of Euro Blues and Don't Pass Me By. The Beatles was issued in Britain on Friday 22nd of November, 30 new songs in one remarkable batch, and still there was more. In its November 1968 issue, the Beatles monthly book magazine reported that two new songs, Polythene Pam and Maxwell Silverhammer, had been written just too late for the Beatles. Both would be recorded in 1969, along with two more albums worth of material. 
Ooh. They didn't stop. They didn't stop. Oh, well, we uh, were touching upon that solid 24 hours just sequencing this one album. Yes. 24 hours. But George wasn't there. I didn't know that. No, no, there you go. Yeah, he was uh, He was away for that. Oh. Yeah. He was never around when all the fun happened. Um... It's the Beatles' trivial pursuit. pursuit. I can't open it. Hang on. ASMR. Oh, there we go. So, digging into the uh, trivial pursuit bite-sized edition is is the uh, the Beatles edition, and uh, handing the cards to Vince. Okay. Here we go. All right. That is on. The categories are colour coded blue, John, yep. Paul, George, or Ringo. Yep. Uh, what is that? Pink, albums and singles. Yep. Yellow, history. Uh, purple, songs. Green on their own and orange movies. So blue, pink, yellow, purple, green, or orange, Jer. Uh, I'm going to go for purple. Purple. Uh, according to a 1964 Beatles single, what can money buy? Uh, love. Although, ironically, you could go into a shop these days and buy love by the Beatles with money. <laughs> uh, another category? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for um, yellow. Yellow. What career did John's father pursue during John's childhood? Uh, he was a merchant seaman. He was. Yeah. And let's go for a hat trick. Um, you've had... Yellow and purple. Yellow and purple. So pick another category. Okay. Uh, and they go for uh, blue. Which beetle played the character Musketeer Gripweed or Private Gripweed? Uh, John Lennon. We saw that a couple of years ago, didn't we? We did, yeah. How I Won the War, Dick Lester. Yes, common anti-war comedy yeah awful it wasn't really good no no i admire its intent yeah and the talent involved yeah and the uh whole ethos of it but it's unwatchable bilge (laughs) (laughs) put that on a poster (laughs) unwatchable bilge says the uh is this show overrated podcast uh that's it isn't it um anything else no that's it yeah okay so happy halloween to all our um overrated listeners please get in touch uh correct me where i've been wrong uh praise jeremy for his knowledge argue the toss of the rating score although obviously there's no way of getting around my wife going first rate for the cure in our big show uh tell us what you think of long 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 yeah and you can get hold of us on uh twitter uh instagram facebook uh, and via our email of uh, is this show overrated at gmail.com without the question mark. You can indeed. Um, so it's um, been a fun uh, Halloween Beatles show. I'm Vince Staden. I'm Jeremy Wall. Remember, it's better to be underrated than overrated. Good night. Good night.
Is This Show Overrated is produced by Rainbow Alley Productions. Please rate, subscribe and share our podcast and help us reach a wider listenership. And please do get in touch. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our email address is isthisshowoverrated at gmail.com without a question mark. Drop us a line, let us know what you think of the show and what subjects, artists we really ought to cover. We really do value all feedback and listener interaction, if we ever get any. So please, please get in touch.